Yesenia, it's starting to heat up finally. And I'm not just talking yeah. about the content of our of our past couple episodes. We are talking about weather because it's fucking hot. I'm already sweating. And I literally sat down like 20 minutes ago. It's a little moist. Uh, some of us have some swamp ass going. Uh, for the men out there, I'm sure you've got a little case of gooch grease going. But Ew, Is that a thing? Yeah, gooch grease, you know? You know, now that I have titties, I officially know what the disastered under boob sweat feels like. And man, oh man, y'all did not warn me about that. Yeah, you know, you just start sweating in places and crevices you never thought you had. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, getting a little back on track, Yesenia, I kept this this specific, uh, uh, this isn't really more of a topic. It's more of just like a fun a fun thing to go through today. So I sent Yesenia a quiz. Uh, this quiz called nine out of 10 men will fill this test uh, about women courtesy of the quiz.com. And there's 10 questions on here, I believe. Uh, yeah. There's 10 questions. Actually, no, there's a lot on here, but ooh, there's like 20 something questions mm -hmm. on here, but we're not going to go through all of them, at least not right now. We'll probably maybe do like between five and 10, depending on how long this goes. Um, Got it. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see how well uh, men and and maybe even some women out there uh, know each other. Uh, <laughs> this may be insightful for the men to the women and vice versa. So hey, let's learn let's learn about uh, the opposite sex on today's episode of Soft Boiled. You are now tuned in to the Soft Boiled podcast with DeAndre and Yesenia. Your one-stop shop for all things relationships. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So, as I stated, we've got 20-something questions. Not going through all of them right now. But uh, I feel like this would be a little something fun to do. And like I said, I purposefully kept this from Yesenia because I wanted her genuine, honest reactions and uh, some of her opinions on some of these questions and answers, actually. Um, yeah, and just to give y'all a little insight, I immediately opened up the link, read question one, and I already failed. So I'm zero for one right now. I clearly don't know about my own sex. <laughs> and like I said, if you want to follow along with us over the course of this, uh, again, it's nine out of 10 men will fill this test about women. Can you pass it? Question mark. Courtesy of the quiz dot com without further ado yesenia uh i want to get right into it and because <laughs> the first question is something i've never actually thought about uh until this quiz popped up so the first question is why do women always go to the bathroom together <laughs> and so some of the answers here are kind of obvious but uh <clears throat> I like the first one. It says they have no idea. Okay. That was the answer that I gave because the other ones seem stupid and just like they try too hard to, you know, y'all know y'all have taken a multiple choice quiz before where there's four answers or potential answers. There's one that seems like it's right. And then there's some that seem like they try too hard and they for sure are not right. And there's the one that's like, that makes sense. But, like, it can't be that answer. It has to be the original one that I thought makes sense. And then, boom, you get it wrong. Yeah, like, uh, 
I think I I didn't I never looked at some of these answers uh, other than just like glance overs. Like I know one one of them here says hormones can cause women to get their periods at the same time. Now I don't know what that has to do with going to the bathroom together. No, but however, like, I I do know that's a same, thing. If you're on the same cycle, because that's a thing. You hang out with a, a certain group of women, you will all sync up to the same cycle. There's usually a person who like has the stronger force as the stronger force. Yes, I like to think it's me out of my friend group. Um, but it's basically like the person whose hormones kind of dictate the cycle of the other women around and you sync everybody up. So uh, if you go to the bathroom at the same time with the group of girls you're always with it's more likely that you're on your periods at the same time so you have to like change pads and tampons that one i'm like okay i can see that but there's been times where i've been out with girls that i don't usually hang around with 24 7 and we go to the bathroom at the same time um there's a second option that's like because hormones cause women to have to pee at the same time that one's just flat out not true yeah that just makes that makes less sense out of all of these honestly like you try to sound smart and it just didn't happen and then the final answer which is the correct answer is they're social beings just call them hens they may or may not talk about me which i'm like that's that's assuming and maybe this is where like this is this like a sexist quiz it's assuming that I'm going to the bathroom with my girlfriends to talk about a boy when really I'm either going to the bathroom because I really have to go and stranger danger. I don't want to get kidnapped on my way to the bathroom. Um, or I'm going into the bathroom to like fix my makeup, to fix my outfit, to take pictures. Um, I mean, back in the day, do drugs. <laughs> and then uh, let's see, probably to talk shit about a girl, actually. Um, or yeah that's really it i really don't have any ideas as to why we go to the bathroom other than like stranger danger but i can guarantee you the majority of the time we're not going to the bathroom to talk about you like dirt ass men like you're not that cute it's not that serious <laughs> you ain't that cute bub it ain't all about you it's not it really isn't it's about my outfit how much my makeup is costing me and does it look pull together that's that's why i go to the bathroom with my girls at least uh good good insight uh you love to hear it. They're social. Just call them hens. That's the one that got me. Just call them hens. Yeah. Like, and what? like, what? Because I'm a hot chick. Oh, no. boy. Uh, moving on. The second question. Why doesn't she want sex in the morning? This is this is the one that I, I think uh, mm-hmm. will be the most interesting. Uh, she doesn't like more. She doesn't like my morning breath. She isn't wearing makeup because her hormones are up at night while mine do do a dance in my pants in the AM and her mind is too busy thinking about all that she has to do today. Now, from a guy's perspective, um, uh, it depends on I know some guys are like either hornier in the morning. Some guys are more horny at night. It can re- it's really like a 50 50 crapshoot, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, I can i i personally like morning sex however i know there are lots of people that kind of find it disgusting because of the like morning breath aspects and you know you've just been laying down for like you know eight eight hours or whatever so lord knows if you've been sweating or if you know you didn't take a shower Mm -hmm. the night before you know what have you so i could kind of get it from that perspective um but i could tell you right now ladies um 
because I know this gets misconstrued a lot. Uh, but just because a guy has morning wood, that does not mean uh, he's waking up and he's hot to trot. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's not uh, an, an indicator of whether or not, yeah, he's ready to go right from the moment he wakes up. Because I can tell you, nine out of ten times, all that boner is is that we got to fucking pee. <laughs> That's really all it is. We got to pee. This question is funny because I recently read a study from, fuck, I forget what the damn journal is called. It's like a sex journal. Not like, like, like a, like a freaking porno type shit, but it's like a journal of people who are like sex therapists or sex scientists, things like that. And they actually found that women are the most horny when they wake up in the morning. Cause I know for me personally, I'm the horniest when I first wake up. Um, it's at like 4 a.m. to like 9 a.m. range. Um, so I don't know why she doesn't want to have sex with you in the morning. It's probably because you fucking suck and she probably had to clean up after your dusty ass all fucking day. So her mind is probably too busy thinking about all she has to do that day. Oh, I'm wrong. That's fucking bullshit. It says the right answer is because her hormones are up at night while mine do a dance in my pants in the morning. No, she probably doesn't want to have sex with you in the morning because all day yesterday you had her cooking and cleaning your damn house and probably raising your fucking kids too. And then she has to go to sleep when you probably were flirting with your fucking assistant. And then the morning you have the audacity to ask her for sex, but you never even asked her how her day was the night before. That's why she doesn't want to have sex with you. Sounds like uh, this is coming from a place of uh, experience. (laughs) No, I can already tell that this quiz is just rooted in fucking toxic masculinity. That's why. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, We can skip question three, because if you don't know the answer to this question, you're fucking stupid. Men, I need to know if you know this. How long is an average woman's menstrual cycle? Now, to be really specific, I don't mean the days in which she is bleeding. I mean the full, the egg is ready to be fertilized to, oh, we are not going to be pregnant. Okay, let's excrete this fucking uterine lining and let's try it again. That whole process. You know, I'll be honest. I don't think most guys would would even know the answer to that. Because I think a lot of guys think it's like... Uh, the answers here are 14 day or seven. No, sorry. Let me start from the lowest to the highest four, seven, 14 or 28 days. And I, and if I'm being honest, I think a lot of guys, not one guy, I think listening right now probably has any idea the answer to this question, unless like you are that in tune with your female partners like that. Um, or just the female anatomy, I guess, cause you paid attention in sexual education. Congratulations. Um, yeah, well, I feel like every guy should know this because you're literally, well, maybe not every guy, but most guys date women. So you want to know why the fuck we're so pissed off all the goddamn time? It's because 28 days out of the fucking month, we are going through our menstrual cycle. We get about four days in a month of being hormone free or just like our body's not doing some weird shit. Um, so it's 28 days on average. You know, Mine's a little longer. Mine's like. 32 days you know that explains a whole lot yep (laughs) that's why i'm a bitch all year round (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, please help me i'm just kidding okay uh question number four why do women share their problems with their men Ooh, i can talk about this from different perspectives a communications major perspectives 
a psych major perspective, a gender and sexuality major perspective, or just personal experience? Yeah, so the answers here are she needs therapy, aka sex. That's probably um, going to be the right answer on this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> that would be your answer. <laughs> she needs me to fix it. That's definitely not the right answer. Uh, she needs to vent or she needs to hear herself say the problem out loud to acknowledge it. Which, if I'm being honest, uh, in some cases, like, yeah, like saying saying a problem out loud is like, that's literally the first step to, you know, getting better is acknowledging it. Um like if I didn't already know the answer, I honestly was going to guess that one because that to me just sounds I mean, other than I guess she needs to vent, you know, but, um, you know, like just talking about something out loud can actually really be a huge uh, weight lifted off someone's shoulders. It, that one doesn't seem like too problematic to me. That one for me seems like the right answer, but because it seems like the right answer too much, it's not going to be the right answer. But I do want to talk about these other two. She needs to vent and she needs me to fix it. So I feel like a lot of women can agree that there gets to a point in life where you stop venting to your man because they make you feel like shit about it. They dismiss you. They call you crazy. um, Or sometimes it just doesn't feel worth it to like vent about it. So a lot of the times we don't share our problems because you've constantly shut us out and shut us down. So there's like that wall that's built there. Um, and that like hella fucking sucks because like, that's literally, it's a communication issue that turned into a bigger issue that turned into an even bigger issue. And that's probably why majority of relationships end. Um, that's why I never wanted to be a couples therapist because that was the main issue I would see when I would see couples. And it's like, usually it's around the time where like the girl wants to leave and the guy's like, wait, like what the fuck? Like he's like completely thrown off by this breakup and like is doing like a last attempt but i'm like mentally that girl been checked out like mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's yeah. the thing it's like emotionally when we check out it's like months in advance before we actually like physically leave somebody um unfortunately i wish there was more of like a parallel between when we emotionally check out and then physically check out um but i think it's also vice versa like with men venting to their like women i feel like because of toxic masculinity in that type of culture some women are just very dismissive of guys talking about their feelings which really sucks too because like if a guy's talking about his feelings to me i take that shit to heart because i'm like oh it's it's taking a lot of vulnerability for somebody to open up to me and we talked about this in the last episode when it comes to like any type of relationship my biggest thing is intimacy and vulnerability is one way that i'm being shown intimacy so I'm going to say the right answer is she needs to hear herself say the problem out loud, but I'm going to click she needs therapy, a.k.a. sex to see what happens. <laughs> oh, okay. I was wrong. It's she needs to vent. <clears throat> and yeah, sometimes people, men and women, you know, honestly just need to vent sometimes. Whether or not, you know, you want the problem to be fixed or you want a solution to the problem. Sometimes you just, you just need to, you just need to talk about stuff. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. No one, like... I, I hate to, you know, make it sound like you get like get like a free therapy session out of it. But I mean, I guess like, yeah, you know, just hearing stuff being out in the open like that. And I mean, sure, you could probably get a second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth opinion on on it, you know, depending on who you tell. But yeah. you know, just talking about stuff, uh, even like how you said um, from like a guy's perspective. Yeah, because it, it does suck that, you know, 
a lot of men don't have the support system that a lot of women do. Uh, you know, whenever uh, you know, lots of women come out with their problems, whether it be like on Facebook or TikTok or to their friends and everyone comes running and, oh, girl, you got this. Uh, you know, I'm here to talk to you if you need it. But, you know, flip those roles and you know a guy comes out like hey i'm having a bad day or whatever and i guess the, the climate has changed a little uh like quite a bit on that it's not as bad as it was before but you know a lot of guys they they probably wouldn't get as many uh you know thoughtful messages from people or they wouldn't get as many people reaching out to them you know asking you know what's wrong or what's up or anything like that yeah i think when you have an emotionally available partner i think these types of things can like go away easily. It's just about venting and reassurance and like either you're, you're there to listen to them or you're there to help problem solve, which I mean, a lot of the times, sometimes I just need to, he- I just like to say shit out loud and vent to somebody. Cause I just need it to be out of my mind and right. just out in words. I don't need people to fix my problems. I, I know how to do that myself. It's right. just like when it gets like built up in my head and then me being, you know, toxic as I am, it's like, I'm gonna go fucking road rage or smash something or I don't know. I mean, I guess my coping skills aren't too bad nowadays, but yeah. But that only happens if your partner is actually someone who cares about your issues. Um, otherwise, it's just never gonna work. Uh, and sticking <clears throat> sticking to that same vein, uh, this actually actually this next question uh, is why do chicks cry so damn much? Yes, that's the actual verbiage okay. of the question. <laughs> Let me just say right now that these answers are all wrong. The reason why we cry so much is because murder is illegal and we can't do well in prison because, oh my God, if let me just say it's, it's the way that I express frustration. Um, I've literally cried twice today. Um, once at work because my stupid phone wasn't working and then the IT people weren't answering and I'm just annoyed, but I can't destroy my office. Right. And then the second time was on my way home and i was on the phone with my friend on my phone with my girlfriend venting about things of frustration so i could see it as like a point of frustration um but you know this answer right here says it's how she reduces swelling in her cankles fuck yeah like reduce them cankles girlfriend cry i looked at that and i thought it said wrinkles for a second but i read it too quick <laughs> i was like wait can it can can crying reduce swelling and wrinkles like whoa what's going on here but it said cankles and i was like that's just i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> but uh the other answer is she uses it to manipulate me and get her way which eh, that's not an unfair statement because i'm sure there are plenty of immature women that do that exact thing oh i used to do that exact thing i used to cry to manipulate the fuck out of people Really now? Yes, I got away with a lot of things. I <laughs> <laughs> wow, how far you come? Um, well, wait now, hold on. Do you still do that? No, not at all. Like when I cry, <laughs> like me nowadays, crying is a point of frustration or a point of like I'm shutting down. Like my emotions need to be put away because I need like I need to make moves. I can't let my emotions drive whatever's happening. But it's more out of like a self-defense slash like trauma mechanism. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. No, see, at least. okay. so at least from your perspective, that's at least one of the answers is how she expresses frustration. Uh, You know, I get I can understand that a lot of people 
uh, crying is just oh, a way of, you know. God. Hmm? Have you read? Okay, can I read the description underneath this? Because I'm going to sock. If, if this was a man that created this quiz, you deserve to get fucking hit in the shins by a razor scooter. Okay, the description under this question says she cried for the first time you hurt her feelings when you've only been dating a month um if you hurt my feelings i'm gonna respond to the way in which my feelings were hurt which means if i cry i cry and if i punch you in the fucking face i'm gonna punch you in the face and then it's like she cried when she saw titanic for the 156th time i literally watched titanic last thursday and yeah i watched it a hundred times and i still cry because there was babies dying old people dying like a lot of these fucking people who were not elite and not of class and not of money were dying so yes it's a fucking very sad true story um and then on here it says she couldn't believe jack died duh that was rose's love of her life and she just let that motherfucker drown knowing damn well they could have fucking both been on the door but that's a conversation for another day and then it's like, she cried when April and Jackson lost their baby on Grey's. And if y'all have ever saw Grey's Anatomy, y'all know who Dr. April Kepner is and Dr. Jackson Avery is. When they lost their baby, it was the most heartbreaking thing to ever witness on a fictional character and like a fictional show. But it happens in real life. So it's a depiction of someone who probably had gone through that. And it's tragic. She cries when she doesn't get her way sometimes, again, out of frustration. She cried when you propose out of happiness and love and probably over joy, like she can't believe you want to commit your life to her. She cries when other people have babies, again, joy. Seriously, seriously, ladies, what's up with all the tears? Man, <laughs> sorry. I'm just going to be ranting this whole fucking episode, apparently. Uh, Yesenia, uh, you might rant even more. Uh, don't hit. Oh me. my god! <laughs> I just read question six. Oh, oh, I was, I was actually. Oh, excuse you. Uh, I was actually gonna say. T uh, so this quiz, uh, written by a woman, actually. It's written by a woman. Oh, absolutely. You know what? A mother, in fact, <laughs> and a woman's health advocate. I need to do research on who this woman is. I will be. Oh, it doesn't surprise me that she's a white woman at that. Okay, I had a feeling you were going to say that. I was like, this man has to be white. And if it's not a man, it's a woman. And she for sure has to be white. Oh, but she's a psych major. Okay, so she specifically manipulated this quiz to get the responses that I'm giving. And probably men are giving. Probably, um, yeah. Interesting. So I'm I... Up on psychology.com and see how accurate she really is. Oh, Jesus Christ. She's doing the deep dive, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to know her whole information by the end of this podcast. Danielle Lasher, I hope you were interested in knowing who Yesenia Elanis is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I was actually going to skip two questions down because this is the question I, I actually really, really wanted to get to. Mm -hmm. um, because I know this is a big... Oh, did I say question eight? Uh, yeah, question mm -hmm. eight. Um, yeah, as I know this is a big point of contention for people in relationships. Uh it's uh the question is what are you supposed to do when she asks if another girl is hot uh the four answers are the answer is always yes the your honest opinion the answer is always no and the last one is just say she's cute uh hot is too personal and implies sex appeal if we're thinking logically i guess that last one does sound um i guess the most convincing um I know a lot of people construe like hot with, you know, giving 
uh, implications that like, yeah, you know, hot meaning that you would like to uh, do things to that other person, whether they be man or woman, you know, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one just that one sounds right. Um, but it's not. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's obviously not. And and in case you haven't realized, the answer is not yes. The answer is not always yes. That's uh, a one way ticket to getting your genitals cut off. Um, and worse things happening to you. Okay, so for this one specifically, I think if it's a girl like a celebrity or like a random girl, I don't mind if like my partner's like, oh yeah, like she's hot. Um, but if it's a girl that I know he knows or a girl that I know or that we both know and the answer is yes, then that's like my red flag of like, oh, so you have thought about her in these other ways or like Mm -hmm. I just make it up in my head about like, you think she's hot, you want to fuck her, you want to be with her. Like it it goes into this whole spiral. Uh, why? I don't know, because I have my own relationship trauma, but. And, and, you know, I I, I think that's fair. You know, a lot of people, um, will contextualize things that way and uh i it's 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 kind of like the slippery it's like a slippery slope you know what i mean uh like oh you think she's you think she's cute huh what else have you thought about her that kind of thing you know what i mean and and it it is it is a little bit different when when you know the person you know what i mean like if you and whoever you're dating uh you know if they ask you know what do you think about one of one of the guys in our group you know and you said the same thing like oh i think he's cute you know what i mean and i don't you know whether or not there's trauma there from him or not you know maybe he starts to spiral you know down the rabbit hole kind of like you know how you were saying damn i just did a double standard right now <laughs> did you because i just said like if it's someone we know or someone that i know or he knows and they're like oh yeah she's hot like i'd get pissed but the other day I was talking to someone about Mars and I was like, Mars is such a cutie. Like he doesn't even realize like how much like game he actually has and how much he actually like, you know, could pull if he really like made a conscious effort for it. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about, I was like, Oh, I like, I guess in that sense, like I have talked about Mars that way. Um, and you see, but it it was like with good intentions though. It wasn't anything like I'm going to go suck his dick or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like you weren't, it wasn't. Well, yeah, but that's exactly what they, that's the argument that he could give me is like, oh, like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, like she's like pretty or whatever, you know, like no harm, no foul, like has never thought about like eating her out or like fucking her. But here I am getting pissed off. Damn. I just did the thing to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Like here from a, I can probably tell you from like a guy's perspective if if someone asks uh you know hey do you think that girl's cute if it's a complete stranger like we're just out at the mall one day and you know oh hey uh do you think that girl's cute i it's and i know i may get in trouble for this later but i i'm just gonna give my honest opinion if i think she's cute yeah i'll say she's cute um because uh right before we recorded uh you and i got into a little discussion about like whether or not you can call whether or not I, me specifically, like a guy in a relationship can call other women cute. I absolutely think you can because like the feelings of thinking someone is cute, hot, attractive, um, you know, whatever the case may be, good looking even like I think I think a lot of dudes are good looking. If I'm being honest, like if I see a good looking guy, I'd be like, yeah, that's a good looking motherfucker right there. You know what I mean? Same thing with the woman. Uh, those feelings don't just 
you know, switch off, you yeah. know, at the drop of a hat. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not going around. I'm not sitting here saying that, like, every time I'm out and about, I'm, I've got my head on a swivel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Looking looking at everything that walks by me. But, like, if if you ask me my honest opinion on something, whether regardless if it's, like, a man or a woman or my thoughts on a movie or, or a song or whatever, if you ask an honest opinion about something, expect to get an honest answer. And if you don't want to know the answer, plain and simple, just don't ask. Especially if you know your your partner is an honestly blunt person, as the, you, you, you are, you're setting yourself up for disaster in my opinion this is kind of off topic but also kind of similar whenever i ask someone a question i'm not asked well it depends right but like in my relationships when i've asked like my boyfriend's questions it's not because i'm genuinely curious to hear their answer it's because i already know what the answer is and i just want to see if they're gonna lie to me or not (laughs) which is manipulative as fuck and they would lie to me every time so like is it really manipulative if you know they're gonna fucking lie to you? I feel but like yeah. both. I feel like both parties do that. If I'm being honest, even if they, even if they don't do it on purpose, you know. Because I'd be like, oh, I thought you said you didn't know her. Well, it sounds like y'all had co- coffee the other day at like three o'clock over here at this cafe. So how do you not know her by having lunch with her? You know, or like some shit like that. And you pull up with the receipts and everything. And you pulled up with the receipts, with the text messages, with the fucking like evites and shit, all of the above. Um. Getting into this next question, and I only want to get into it because maybe this is my perspective. I would love to know other people's perspectives about this, but it says... Oh, uh, real quick, real quick. Uh, the answer to that last question was, uh, you're just give your honest oh, opinion. Yeah. It just says your honest opinion. That's the the answer to what are you supposed to say if a, if she asks another girl she's talking. Guys, men, women, just if they ask, just give your honest opinion. Uh, you're not supposed to be lying to your partner. So, you know, yeah. if, if they I'll ask... If they ask, they ask. You know what I mean? Like, hey. Yeah. Um, But this one, this one brought up a funny story for me. So we can like quickly pivot to that and then we can just move on because it's not that interesting anyway. Uh, But it was like, do women want you to have a lot of experience in bed before they meet you? And so the answer for this is vaginas love virgins. (laughs) Uh, Maybe one trip around. It doesn't matter as long as I know what I'm doing. Uh, yes, the more the better. I've always been curious about this personally, because um, I know some women are, are, are some women are turned off by a guy who's who has a high a high body count. Same thing with guys. Some guys are turned off by oh, women. Guys do not want girls to have more than fucking like half a body. Yeah, count. Ab- and by absolutely. half a body, I mean like their vibrator, not mm-hmm. even like a full on penis. Yeah, it's very double standard. It like ruins um, the purity, or you know, some some guys are just very insecure about that. I don't understand. Yeah, so, like, I've dated people who have a very extensive fucking Declaration of Independence type of uh, dirty little black books or whatever. Um, And then I recently dated somebody who I was his second, and he's older than me. So I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, you were with your partner for a really long time. Uh... I didn't think I was going to mind it, but I, it, it was awkward. And I should have mentioned this in the bad sex episode and not that it was bad sex. I think I was just horny to be quite honest. Hey, and it, it, happens, like, it happens sometimes, you know, like, but like the way he would just stare at me, like would give me the creeps and I'd be like, Oh no, like, please stare, just, like, stare at you like lifeless like, eyes. Would, 
like locked eyes like oh. i'm gonna fucking murder you in oh. this moment um <laughs> yeah let's just say like i i i got what i needed out of him and then i and then i moved along <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> um which might make me sound like a slut um whatever and i think because of the lack of his sexual history i would ask boundaries curiosities and things and he was uncomfortable with a lot of it and it made me feel like a slut i was like damn i am a hoe and and then some compared to you and you make me feel like it so obviously that didn't work out it was for a brief moment but yeah so i mean i don't know i don't really care the only thing i ask is like if we're ever going to be in a public space with some girl that you used to fuck like at least give me a heads up so i'm not out here looking stupid um because the last thing i ever would like ever in my life is some bitch to be hitting up hitting up my phone being like oh i fucked your dude because that's not fun when it happens um yeah uh answer to this one is obvious pretty obvious it doesn't matter as long as i know what i'm doing I think that's the case for most people. It's like as long as the person, the opposite part, opposite person knows what they're doing, or is a good leader. In case you don't know what you're doing, um, mm-hmm. you know, then I think you know both parties can can have a good time. I I don't think too many women care. Like we said, too many women don't care about if a guy has a high a high body count because most of no, no problem. Nice. That was like a, that was like a five maybe. Thanks. Um, but like. Yeah, just just you know, it's all about the motion in the ocean, as they say. Shout out to the inch mob because you don't need twelve inches to to get the job done. No sir, sometimes as long as you know what you're doing. Hey, I be hearing stories, and the bigger it hurts. You know what I mean? Um. All right. Which question do you want to go to next? Uh oh, this I I want to. This next one's funny because it it speaks to me uh it's this question literally is like me personified it says why do why do women always ask what's on a guy's mind uh oh that one's easy (laughs) yeah this is pretty easy and i think it was funny uh because she always she always has something on her mind she hates sports center and video games and wants to ruin it for me honestly that would have been my answer like i'm trying to watch sports center top 10 um or she knows you're not thinking about jack shit and she wants to talk. She knows there's a problem and that I need to talk about it and get it out. That last one kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. If you have an emotionally yeah. invested partner, they will they will come to you about their problems or whatever the case may be if they want to talk about it. Trying to force it out of someone usually doesn't end well. No. Um, I think this one's pretty obvious, but... I'm going to explain the reasoning why I think my answer is the answer. The Because she always has something on her mind. I think because naturally girls are socialized to ask about how you're feeling and what you're doing. And even as, like, girls communicate as, like, like young girls, right? I'm talking about, like, early childhood development. Um, like, girls communicate face-to-face. We communicate through, like, pl- like fantasy play doll you know like house and like playing with dolls and you know you're always asking like how is someone feeling and how are they doing and is there something wrong what hurts like there's a reason why you know girl toys are geared towards like being teachers and doctors and you know like people who can be an act of service towards others so when she's asking you what's on your mind it's probably because like you just haven't said anything you're quiet 
Um, or because she's already kind of, cre- again, going back to this whole, like, creating this whole thing in your mind. Um, not as a sense of, like, gaslighting, but, like, we women do this. A lot of people do this. Uh, but we just kind of create, like, this whole scenario. And it probably comes from anxiety. It co- comes from awkward silences that we're just not used to. Whatever it might stem from, we're probably just asking it to get reassurance that, like, there's nothing wrong. Um, it's a thing. It happens. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, usually it's because we have our own shit on our mind, and then we are just like, oh, like, what are you thinking about? And yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like the whole, the the like awkward silence thing can sometimes speak to like a bigger issue if like you know you think he's mad at you or something like that, or you know something's up on his mind, or maybe yeah, there genuinely is something on your mind, and you just want to talk about it. Uh, my my uh answer would have been uh she knows you're not thinking about jack shit she just wants to talk that would have been my answer especially that first half of the the answer because Mm -hmm. i can tell you right now most guys are not thinking about anything most of the time you're with them they their mind is a blank slate there's probably nothing going in there uh, through their minds except for what am i going to eat when i get home after work uh what time is the game on what video game am i going to play Am I hungry right now? No, I'm not hungry. You know, shit like that. Just music lyrics probably going through their fucking mind. There's literally like, there's nothing profound going Mm -hmm. on in a guy's head. I can tell you right fucking now. There's absolutely nothing. And the, and the silence, if a, if a guy is sitting in silence uh, while you're on a car ride or just doing something, just chilling together there, trust me, there ain't much going on up there. There's really not. He is he's in his own world, he's in his own space, he is happy, he is content. Um sometimes the awkward most of the time the awkward silences or just the silence in general, um it's really it's 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 not a bad thing. It's really not. Sometimes people just need silence or sometimes uh, yeah, actually yeah, some people sometimes people just need silence. You know, there doesn't uh there doesn't need to be this this a reason to behind fill. it yeah to to fill every yeah. second together with with talking because talking can get mm-hmm. very boring i i remember i went on a date with this dude and like we had already been talking this like during the pandemic we already been talking but like we would stay up till like four o'clock in the morning morning talking <laughs> sorry i just did a whole freudian fucking slip uh <laughs> talking on the phone to like four in the morning, just like nonstop conversations. Um, and, you know, like we were kind of within the same field. So there was just always like constant conversation. Um, but I remember I was staying at his house for the weekend and we went out to like Santa Cruz, like the beach or something somewhere over there. And I remember we had this like really great, fantastic day and it comes time for us to get home or to go back uh, to the Bay and, I remember the car ride being really silent and I was like, Oh, is there something wrong? And he was like, no, everything's fine. And I'm like, okay. And we just didn't talk the whole ride. Like there was music playing, but not even like good music. Mm-hmm. And I felt so uncomfortable and so awkward. And then like, anytime I would try to like say something, he wouldn't really respond or the, the conversation just wasn't being carried out. So I just go into panic mode and I start freaking out. And I'm like, I still, there's like an hour left to go in this car ride. And I was like, supposed to stay at his house for another like day or two. I, I think we got to like, I don't even remember. We got somewhere like 30 minutes away. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna just go home. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna go home. 
And then there was no follow-up to the conversation. Like, he just knew I was going home. So we get back to his place. Uh, I go grab my stuff, and he's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, like, I'm tired. I just want to go home. And I remember, you know what day this was? This is when Chadwick Boseman died. Because I remember oh. I went to my friend's house later that evening. And um, because they were having like a barbecue. And like I had came over and I, again, here I am venting. I was like, it was just like a really great day. We had a great time. And then like he just stopped talking to me. I think I just got scared that he wasn't interested. And I was like in love with him already. And then everything went out the window when I saw that Chadwick Boseman died. And then... I didn't even talk to him for the rest of the day because my focus was on the Black Panther and RIP. Um, but yeah, it's like this moment of silence. Well, this very long car ride of silence. I like created in my head. He no longer was interested. Um, and then we ended up having a conversation about it later that night. Um, you know, it's funny. You... We... Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, which we could have had in the car, you know, yeah. um, but that was like the root of our relationship was very poor communication. So yeah, I was actually going to say, like, it's funny you say that because um, I think some people are much better at talking through text and on the phone and through video chat than in person. You know, there's because yeah. it's that added because there's a there's, you know, that I guess that added element of like there's a screen or, you know, there's something between you and the other person. You're still getting the conversation, your points across. But mm -hmm. um you know, in person, it's a little bit, uh, a lot of people get anxiety, you know what I mean? Like you have to, you have to constantly keep the, not maybe not constantly keep the conversation going, but you have to keep it going at a nice pace and you have to, and, and you also add a lot of factors, like how do I look? How do I smell? Am I saying the right things? You know, is there stuff yeah. on my face? All that, all this, you know, a lot of stuff goes, goes to people's heads. So I don't know, maybe, maybe like you said, you guys had a great conversation in per, uh, over the phone and stuff, but you know, it just didn't translate in person, which I mean, it happens. It's happened to me before. Like it's, it, it sucks, you know, it yeah. just, it absolutely, it's demoralizing almost in a way, but you know, and again, that's just stuff. That's just stuff you can work on as a person, as you get older and wiser and stuff, you know, if you recognize it at least. Yeah. Uh, um the answer to the question is because she always has something on her mind yeah which again like you've been saying women are a lot more social um you know they've been more more of the nurture so yeah trying to evoke emotions out of people not emotions but uh responses out of people is more your forte yeah whereas guys just you know We'll get we'll get to it. We'll, we'll tell you what, what's on our mind when we get to it. <laughs> this next question, uh, I I kind of I don't want to delve too deep into it because uh, I do think it's kind of funny. Also, uh, mm -hmm. I'm, it says what's with the drawn on eyebrows, and in all, and in, in parentheses it says all the makeup. Now I'm not going to get into the makeup discussion. I don't care about that. I want to get into the, the first question. What's with the drawn on eyebrows? Can someone tell me what is with these drawn on eyebrows? I don't get it. I know I'm not a woman. I don't understand. Can someone, anyone, please make me understand what is with the drawn on eyebrows? How did we I get mean, here? It's a trend. So as makeup trends ebb and flow, it's going to do that. But for me, an eyebrow just pulls the whole look together. And this is coming from someone who actually does have eyebrows. If you grab a fucking makeup wipe and rubbed my eyebrows, the brow's still going to be there. I just use the pencil to fill in like the little gaps that I, was, I have i was gonna say you use the little pen because my girlfriend she we went to nickelback last night and 
Uh, yeah, y'all she, did. I saw that. That's like she, your third concert this week. Yeah, I got one more on Thursday. Uh, but she ha- she did her eyebrows before the show, and don't get me wrong, like I when 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 she does them, uh, I notice them, and they look good. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, oh yeah, your you know you look really nice. Your makeup's nice. Your eyebrows, all that stuff. Like it, you know. Oh, it, you notice her makeup. You're so cute. Oh my god. Y'all fucking disgust me. Anyways. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Um. <laughs> um. But when she doesn't do them, I'm also not like, oh, your eyebrows don't look, you know, good or whatever. I mean, they're just to me, if she didn't, if if no one had ever pointed out to me the difference between what an eyebrow looks done up and when they just like, you know, regular, you know, everyday eyebrows, just, you know, uh, with no with no touch ups or anything like that, I probably would not have noticed yeah like I, I i can appreciate i can appreciate good makeup i seriously can um but the 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 drawn on eyebrows thing i it's a trend that i wish had never <laughs> wish i'd never caught on well it's definitely changed so the intensity of the brow is not as bad as it used to be um there's more like feathery like natural looking brows that are kind of coming into the world of makeup I also haven't been in the makeup game in a really long time, so I need to, like, catch up with all the latest trends. But I'm also, like, to toot my own horn, I like the way that I look without the makeup. So I only do mascara and then fill in the eyebrow a little bit. But I don't really cake on makeup like I used to. Uh, Obviously, an obvious question or answer to that one is it's pop culture, as Yesenia stated. Yeah. We didn't even really delve deep into that. I just I just needed some uh, clarification <laughs> on that, if I'm being honest. Uh, The next question, this... Honestly, we can skip right over this. It says, "When is it consi- when is it considered acceptable to catcall a woman?" Let's just go never. Next question, because that's the uh, that's the obvious answer. Yeah. Question thirteen, same. Why do we? Why do women wear revealing clothing? None of your fucking business. Because it makes us look great. Um. The next question: What do we think about the neighbor and his six-pack abs? Oh my god! <laughs> I also want to skip this one because I'm like, my neighbors were my age, and I dated. Actually, I dated brothers. I dated the older brother first, and then I dated his younger brother, who was my age. I think he's like a year older than me still, but, um, and that's when we were like eight and nine. I want to say I was eight when I dated the older brother, who was ten, and then I was nine, who dated the older brother who ended up being 10. So, <laughs> but it's like, you know, like, hi, I'm here to like, see if Yesenia can come outside and play like those types of relationships, not like full on boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, I love, I also love the picture for this question is just Zach Efron from the movie, uh, neighbors. Yeah. It's just him on the lawn with the sunglasses and no shirt, got a, a PBR in his hand grilling. Ooh, but when I lived in Chico, I did have a neighbor who was friends with my roommates um and he would work out without a shirt oh, and i kind of would gaze a little too long but he was also like 20 i think like barely legal so i was like mm. um actually i was gonna say can we jump down yeah, to yeah. Question 20 question 20 question 20 question 20 okay question 20 do you really do you really want to know about our exes? Oh boy. So the reason why I want to jump down this question, because I obviously have my own perspective, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to hear what it's like coming from a person 
who not only is like you're in a like a serious relationship right now but like the past year you were like actively like going on hella dates and stuff and so i want to know how often this would come up as you actively during your active dating time uh so it would come up kind of often not in a not in any negative way you know it was just like a passing curiosity you know what i mean um you know you you want to know kind of going back to the to the body count number um mm-hmm. now depending on how deep we got or actually no let me let me take it back if it's on like surface level i would never bring up an ex um in passing like oh my god my ex she did this or you remind me of you did this thing my ex did i would never do it like that uh yeah. if i ever just brought up an ex out of the blue it'd probably be just something in passing like a like a like a ancillary comment like oh man i remember my ex used to do this thing that annoyed the hell out of me something along those lines or she had this she had this twitch in her in her eye whenever she did this certain thing or anything like that it would never i would never like talk bad about them i would never compare my current partner to my ex because that's mm-hmm. fuck, that's really fucking shitty um but if the conversation or topic of exes ever did come up, it was because it was a conversation that was going to be had. Like, how many partners have you had? What were your exes like? Uh, did you end on bad terms with any of them? That kind of thing. You know, it would it would be like it would be like a healthy a healthy conversation as opposed to you know it turning derogatory and just talking bad about them and I'm shitting on them for no reason whatsoever, like out of the blue or something like that. You know yeah now Um, now when uh this question specifically do you really want to know um the answer the answer here it says only if it makes her feel better now i have to know yesenia why is the topic of exes so touchy for a lot of women does it okay. make you does it make you feel better to like hear them to hear your man like talk down about them or talk bad about them? It's like a like they're propping you up in like a better light or something? Like what's going no. on there? Okay. So I'm gonna give different examples as to why I bring up exes. One, I do it strategically. Cause I think it's very telling about a person and the ways in which they talk about their exes. Cause I've I've dated guys who literally call their exes crazy, that shit was fucking wild. Those are guys I'd never gave another chance to because that means they took they did not take accountability in some aspects that led to her actions being the quote unquote crazy ways he's in which he's explaining. My example of that is I have a friend who talks about his exes like that, but constantly would forget to tell those bitches that he cheated on her with fucking everybody. And that's why she would go crazy because she was just trying like she was just so desperate to get him to be loyal until she left so it's more of a strategy thing if i bring it up it's obviously not really on the first date unless it comes up then it does but like when i brought it up it's usually just to like scope out like if you're gonna be a person who's gonna like demean somebody or are you just kind of you know like it just didn't work out um the guy that i dated who i was his like second person he ever had sex with i had asked him because i was like oh you were in a like a nine-year relationship like you know, and now you're with me, like, what the fuck happened? He had, like, nothing but positive things to say about her, and it just, it didn't work out for one reason or another. And he was like, it's not really my story to tell, so I'm not going to tell it. And I think for me, that was, like, everything I needed to know about his character. But on the other hand, 
the reason why it's also very important to know without me getting too into it. Um, because if I see you're texting somebody every single day or every time I'm with you, you're texting someone and you're hiding your phone. Or if I see like a specific person pop up cause she's calling you and you're like, Oh, that's just a friend. Like I'll talk to them when, you know, later. But then I find out that that friend is actually your ex-girlfriend. That is not your fucking ex-girlfriend. She's currently in your life still. And I just, I'm not about that. And that definitely comes from me dating people who have kept their exes around. And I'm not, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say it the exact same way I told this dude. I do not give people the options to pick me or to choose me first. I give myself the option to walk away. And I've tried to do that every single time. And in this one instance, he like, quote unquote, proved to me in the short term that like, he wanted to be with me and make things work with me. So my dumbass fell for it and like went back to him. But little did I know he was fucking around with all of his exes still or like maintain some type of like communication with his exes still. And I don't mean just like the ex-girlfriends. I mean like the ex-booty calls, the ex-hookups, the bamboozles, the hoodwinks, <laughs> the rochambeaus. I literally had to tell him. When I explained to him that him talking to his exes made me uncomfortable, and then, like, two weeks later, he talked to one of his ex-booty calls, I literally had to explain it to him. Like, I don't want you talking to your exes or your ex-hookups, your ex-hoodwink. Like, I had to list out, and I was like, in any other fucking way that you can misconstrue what I'm trying to say. And I think had I just asked about these girls from the get-go of like what his relationship status was with them or if they still kept in communication or in contact, I would have never dated him. Like had he been like, yeah, like we're still friends. I would have known that it made me uncomfortable and that's probably just not a relationship I want to pursue. So because of that, I just don't ever want to look stupid. And now I'm just hyper independent as fuck. And I don't know, like I'm just not trying to be in those situations. Yeah. I think especially if your exes are still exes, like you said, exes, hoodwinks, hook, uh, whatever the case may be, however you want to spin it. I think if any of them are in your life, I think, yeah, it's very important to have that conversation up very early. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause yeah. like you said, if, if you, if you know, you're uncomfortable, uh, with your partner still, even just talking to them, like, even if like you could, they could be broken up for like X amount of years. They've never had sex since they broke up. They've both gone their separate ways, but uh, even just them talking and being friends, just uh, friendly with each other, if even if that alone gets you uncomfortable, I'd, like you said, it'd be best to know up front because, you know, if that's that may or may not be a relationship you would want to pursue. Yeah. I think we talked about this in an, another episode of like, I, I had mentioned that I had an, an ex who was like someone that I still talk to and, um, I mean, if I say what I want to say, I think everyone that knows me will know who I'm talking about. But let's just say he's now in a different circumstance in life. And because he's in that certain circumstance now, I probably will never talk to him again. But for the most part, like, you know, because we were both single for so long and even like the other boyfriends that I had that I knew weren't really a thing, like we still talked. And it's because like, yeah, I may not have loved him the way that I used to when I was younger. But he took really good care of me and I take really good care of him. And it was always love when like he needed something or when I needed something. And when I did get into a relationship uh, with my ex, like we didn't talk. Um, 
And it, it felt kind of weird because my ex was actually the first person I dated after the ex that I was friends with um, years, like four or five years later. Um, and, you know, out of respect for the the boyfriend I had at the time, like I didn't talk to the other ex. But as soon as he literally texted me the day after me and that boy broke up. And if that doesn't tell you, he has like a Yesenia sense and I don't know what does. But, you know, now he's happy and he's moved on. I had been moved on. But like, you know. I wish him the best. I don't have any harm against him. And out of the respect for his relationship, like unless she was okay with us continuing our friendship, I'd be cool with it. But I'd also keep a really strong boundary up. Cause I would never want her to feel like there was anything going on between us or anything, you know? So that's a good friend right there. Yeah. And uh, now if you send you, if you've got time, I've got time. And if you, the listener have got time, We've got time for one more question. And you know what, Yesenia, I'll leave. We've only got a couple more questions here, but obviously we're not going to go through all of them. Uh, so I will let you pick out which of these questions coming up uh, you would like to answer. Or if there's anyone that we skipped that you would actually like to get to, mm-hmm. I'll leave it up to you. Dealer's choice. Ooh, okay. Well, okay. Do you want to do light or do you want to do deep? Uh, I mean, shit, let's keep it deep. Okay. Question number 23. 23. Why do women ask about a man's plans for the future? We rarely think about anything beyond today. Okay, first of all, is that true? Do y'all really just only think about shit that happens today and you don't think about the future like that? I mean, uh, I speaking for myself, uh, I, I am very much a planner. Uh, I like to know what I'm doing. Now, I'm not saying I need every single day of the week planned out, right? But if yeah. I know that I've got a wrestling booking coming up in two weeks and I've got a concert a few days before that and I get paid on this day, I've got a holiday coming up on this day and I, I want to take a vacation. You know, if I've got events coming up, I like to know I have those that I have those in a calendar. I have those in my phone. I know when shit is coming up. So I'm never surprised by anything. Now, mm-hmm. be, beyond that, it's very true. I don't think most guys, except unless you're like one of those thinking types and entrepreneur types and artist types that, you know, you love just thinking about the future and all that kind of good, good for you. Great. But I can tell you right now, you're saying you're, most guys are not thinking about anything beyond what they're doing right now in the moment. And I think a lot of guys like it that way because it allows them to be present in the moment as opposed to thinking about unless they're unless it's like, you know, something like oh i'm hungry you know what i mean i want to what am i going to what am i going to eat uh for dinner tonight or you know what's what's what what are the boys doing uh this weekend you know stuff like that uh-huh. uh, just just leisurely casually stuff but like the bigger picture no we're not thinking about anything beyond what we're doing right now in this moment mhm makes sense um like I'm sorry if I'm giving out like important information. Oh, I'm wait. sorry if I'm, I'm, oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. I did not mean to cut you off like that, but it also works yeah. back it also works backwards. So <laughs> don't so don't don't please I know and I know I it's I'm giving out a lot of trade secrets, but like yes, guys forget stuff all the time. Oh my gosh. Men would not exist in this fucking society without women <laughs> because the amount of shit that y'all forget is ridiculous. 
Yeah, as much as it goes forward when it comes to planning and thinking about stuff in the future, it also goes backwards. Like we forget yeah. stuff all the time. And it's not and it's not because we do it on purpose. It's not because we do it maliciously. It's just how we it's just how we operate, you know what I mean? Much like how you said women are just just emotional all the time. Guys are just forgetful all the time and we don't do it on purpose. We hardly know we do it at all. You know what I mean? But I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, uh, can, um, please uh, finish your thought. Yes. Um, okay. So again, I'm sorry if I'm giving out trade secrets and revealing out things I shouldn't be as a woman. Uh, we ask about a future because we want to know if we're in it. Because if you're out here making plans without me, boy, am I going to be making plans without you? And it sucks because it's like, <laughs> I hate this idea of like a game that's being played, but it literally is a game being played. Because, and I was just talking about this with someone recently, like, you can be dating someone for seven years and they have no intentions on marrying you, but then y'all break up and he gets with the next girl and boom, they're married. Right. And like, you know, what does that say about the relationship that you're in? What does that say about your future? Things like that. So if like you're asking somebody about a future and they're not including you, it's probably because they're not thinking about you in their future. And I'm not to say like, if someone's like trying like for me for example my only goal the past three years was to get through grad school and graduate at the time that i started grad school i did have a boyfriend and there was like conversations of marriage in the midst of grad school type of thing so that was like what i thought my future would be obviously that didn't fucking happen thankfully it didn't happen so once we broke up and i became single the only goal i had for myself was getting through grad school I didn't want a relationship. I wasn't trying to be anybody's girlfriend. The guys that I dated after that relationship, my whole intention was just like, let's have fun. I don't want attachments. I don't want strings. I I can't give anything to myself. Right. Which was why one of the guys that I was dating, like, didn't it didn't work out because he wanted me to give more of him. And I had to literally tell him, like, this is what I have to offer. And if it's not enough, then buy. Um, and then he stood me up when I tried to hear him out. So there was that. Um, but you know, like I, I wasn't actively talking about anybody in my plans because I didn't have room for anybody in my plans. And I, and I felt like I did my due diligence of trying to let people know from the jump that like, this isn't serious. I'm not trying to be a girlfriend right now. Like I just want to go on dates and like get to explore and whatever. Um, but now that I'm thinking, like, thinking about more serious, I tell my therapist it's more, like, serious dating or, like, dating with intention, I guess, is how we also talk about it. It's, like, I don't want to sit here and, like, waste my time. If if you're out there dating other people, then just be honest about it so I can be out there dating other people. If you're out here fucking other people, I want to know about it so I can at least be fucking other people. And not that I need to know the dirty little details. Like, I just want that transparency because I'm not trying to be out here looking stupid. And I have a big ass heart. I fall easily. I also get hurt easily. So if we're not on that same page, then I would rather just know that now so I can guard my feelings and not give you that side of me. Because I don't, I don't show that side to me to just anybody. So if I feel, <laughs> if I feel like I'm doing that, and I'm get, being fucked over, I start shutting down. I start being a bitch. Um, so 
I think it goes both ways, though. I don't think it's just about women asking men about future plans. I think it's vice versa, because I think women give off that same energy, too. They're not including you in your plans. It's probably because they don't want you in them, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I feel like uh, the day that I feel like I became, like, a better person is the day where I decided I was going to stop fooling around and messing around with, uh, you know, hookups and whatnot and actually try to commit myself to someone whether it be um short term long term pre preferably long term obviously but uh, i think once i decided i wanted to actually find once i wanted to find a partner to you know pursue pursue some sort of future with i don't know what that future was uh i don't i didn't know what that future meant but i think a few years ago yeah once i made that decision i think like you said i was actually able to put a little bit more effort and give more of myself to the other person rather than you know oh you know we're just we're but we're adults we're just here you know to get our rocks off and you know if this continues you know we could make this a you know a mutually beneficial relationship for both of us type of thing yeah hey i got this answer right <laughs> this is the <laughs> yeah. only answer i got right <laughs> she'll feel valid planning a future with me as soon as i can confirm we have one and yeah it, it does that's just literally it yeah it makes things so much easier when you and your partner are on the same page about your future together, your future separately. Um, obviously, you never know what the future holds. I don't mean from like a negative standpoint, like someone runs off, you know, it's a never, never land with another person. But uh, you never know, like things could come up like work could, you know, have you going to a different state or you get a you get a better opportunity to go work over here and do this thing, you know, whatever the case may be. But yeah. as long as you two are communicative and uh you know, hopefully share in the same vision, the same future, same goals, uh, and achieving a life together, then, hey, you can make it work. Exactly. And I think it goes back to, I think I said this, like, on a TikTok. I was like, if they really wanted to, they would. And that goes for either person, because, like you just said, we're adults now. Like, we're, I mean, look at our friends. Like, we have a friend out in San Diego, a friend out in fucking, like, Northern California, another friend out in fucking the East Coast and like they're they're managing their loves you know what i mean so like it's not perfect and it's not easy but they I make it work and it's for sure a lot of sacrifice i'm not trying to minimize that at all like long distance relationships not being able to see each other all the time like all of that shit takes a lot of work a lot of trust a lot of patience patience is something i don't have um but like it's yeah so it, it just feels reassuring that if you are trying to have me in your life that you're making that commitment towards it and if i want to have you in my life that i'm making that commitment towards it otherwise we're just wasting time and i'm too old for that we're all too old for that at this point like i make it seem like we're hella hella old we're all the same age but like <laughs> still uh, uh amen amen and you know what with that with that sermon uh it's time for the it's time for the benediction uh listen to me i sound like i'm in church right now but uh, yeah, Yesenia, I think that was a that's a great note to end it on. Uh, if you've made it this far, again, you can check out this quiz yourself on thequiz.com. Again, it's called Nine in Ten Men Will Fail This Test About Women. Uh, I now that we've done this, we didn't answer every question, obviously, but I wonder if there's one in reverse about uh, women trying to answer questions about men. Maybe I can try to find one either from this website or another website. I think that'd be cool. Uh, see if the roles reversed on that one. 
Yeah. But uh, I think we did learn a lot about uh, some. We uh, we gave away a lot of trade secrets about um, our respective sexes and genders. Mm-hmm. But hey, um, I hope this is a learning experience for both of us and for all those listening. Yes. Shout out to our listeners. Um, also, before we go, I do have a new little plug. Um, you can also start listening to the Soft Boiled Podcast on YouTube. Yes, uh, just got up on had, YouTube. We just got posted up on YouTube, so you can catch the episodes there. So Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, I think it's called, Spotify and YouTube. And if there's any other platforms people prefer, just let us know so we can get those inputted ASAP. Um, and then catch us at our Instagram page, uh, at Soft period boiled no is that the right one fuck i do this every time <laughs> no it's, it's robin dot raiders and then it's at underscore soft boiled there we yeah, go there it is we got i it. need to the either i need to switch the robin raiders one or i need to switch the soft boiled one it's because one of them was taken for the other one and i couldn't match them but anyways um i'm debating because i don't i don't like twitter i just i don't i never liked it i never had one so I'm wondering if we should get the Ramen Raiders and the Soft Boiled podcast up on Threads. Because that's like threads. Twitter, you know? I don't honestly, know. But- honestly, you might as well. It's a new platform. Uh, there's millions of uh, users on it already. Might as well. You know, it's booming right now. I don't see why we don't just hop on it. Yeah. Strike so, while the iron's um, hot. Maybe the, the next plug for next week's episode will be that we're on Threads. Hell yeah. Hopefully Threads coming soon. T- uh, stay tuned, not taste tuned taste soon and um and continue to simmer with us and get a little more soft boiled 